An abused black woman's four-decade journey through the early 20th century. A gay man and a political dissident share a cell in a South American prison. A mafia hitman falls in love. A police officer goes into hiding among the Amish. And a Danish woman of means buys a farm in Africa. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1985. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... All right, we are back. We're back. We it's were 2019. on a sabbatical for the holidays. Megan, how were your holidays? It was great. I went to Maui mm-hmm. and I in got Hawaii. in Hawaii. Hawaii. In Hawaii. And I got food poisoning. Is that offensive to say? It's not offensive to say you got food poisoning. To say it like that is offensive. Like yeah. in Hawaii. Okay, sorry. I did get food poisoning. Were you in Moa? <laughs> Were you the grandmother in Moa? <laughs> um, shiny. Uh, no, I got food poisoning from either Mac salad or a venison burger. And I think my money's on the Mac salad. Mm-hmm. And it's very funny because there is a, there, there is somewhere out there, there is a Asian man who has video of me vomiting on the premises of my hotel. <laughs> Cause I was, he was just, like, was he like following you around? Like I was Kardashian like, style I was waiting like, for you to vomit? Oh or he God. was trying to get the beautiful Maui sunset and, and it was you just walked like in, in the front corner, of frame like, and threw up. Like a lot of like pink, you know, because I had had like, I had been chewing Pepto Bismol. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, it's really our guest is upset. <laughs> I have been chewing Pepto Bismol because I was like, something is a brewing here. Yeah. Something's a brewing. And I was like, I just need to get a walk, get a walk in. And then we walked down by the beach and I immediately turned to my husband, Maddie, and said, I gotta go back up to the room. <laughs> and when we started walking up this path through this gorgeous garden, just like beautiful sunsets behind me. It's around like 5.30, walking up. Mm-hmm. And then I just was like, hang on one second. And just barfed my lungs out. And then Maddie comes over and I kept barfing and he goes, um, just so you know, you are being filmed. <laughs> There's a man walking down. It's like a zigzag walking down the thing with his iPhone held to the side, videotaping like the gorgeous like view and the yeah. sunset. I don't think he noticed it at the time, but I wish so he's badly. He's going to get home and he's going to be showing his yeah. children and yeah. like his grandchildren. To be probably. a fly on the wall. To be like, you simply must go to Maui. Look at this gorgeous <laughs> sunset. Don't ignore the white woman. <laughs> Ignore the basic bitch in the corner. very, very, very white woman. Because I put on lots of sunscreen because I am not fucking around when it comes to wrinkles and skin cancer. No. And I get annoyed at people, whatever, my brother-in-law, fucking idiot, got a burn on like day one and was like pumped about it. He was like, great, this is going to fade into a tan. And I was like, also wrinkles and skin cancer. It's 2018, bitch. What the fuck is your problem? Are you an idiot? Yes. Answer, yes. Yes. Anyway, I put on a lot of sunscreen. I bought two big bottles upon arrival and went through both both of them. Great. Other than that, it was a great vacation. Yeah. Strongly suggested. Got to take some time away from watching movies constantly. I didn't. I spent the first two weeks catching up on my 2018 movies I'd missed. Oh, really? 
And then I spent the following two weeks watching movies from 1980. I did watch Witness on the Plane. Okay. So. It's a good plane movie. Yeah. And now it's January, and we're, we're back at it. I want to talk to our guest about dry January a little bit. Yeah. Um, our guest that is with us is a mixologist and a Hello Giggles contributor. <laughs> he works for them, but he contributes for them because he works for them. Uh, Dan Magro is with us. Hi. Hello. Hello. Dan, hello. tell the people what you just said to me, i.e. regarding... Uh, coops and mocktails. Well, you were talking about how you enjoy your coop glasses and how sometimes you like them so much that you don't even have to have alcohol. You would just make a mocktail, and I said, if you're gonna have a mocktail, you need to have a stem. You need a stem. A stemless mocktail. Like, have you? Couldn't you think of anything worse? I literally cannot. Cannot. No, it's like that's it. If I ever write a book of like tips and tricks, <laughs> that will you be number one, one, and I will credit you. You can have that one thousand percent because it just makes you feel special. You know, Dan has a book of cocktails out. Oh my gosh, we'll, that's right. We'll I'm let him an plug author. It. Oh my god, I forgot. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, no. Where's thank my you. signed copy, Dan? <laughs> Where's my signed um, copy? It's in the car. No. Okay, right, um, grab it. But uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. This is so surreal for me because I love this podcast. And now I, I feel like it's like it's like when you go on the studio tour and you'll go to like Conan or like whatever, like an NBC, and mm-hmm. you're like, it's like smaller than I pictured, but it's not. You know, it's like definitely like what I was expecting. Yeah, so. a cavernous. You can yeah. you can really hear. <laughs> From our recordings, uh, yeah. cavernous yeah, dining room. Yeah, I, they, yeah. do, they do record in a cathedral. It is true. We are in a cathedral. <laughs> yeah, a smaller cathedral than you would imagine. Yes. yes. <laughs> but there are arches and mm-hmm. hunchbacks. Yeah. The and archbishop gargoyles. just left. Yeah. <laughs> um, he'll be our guest on our next episode. So. <laughs> um, Dan, how were your holidays? My holidays were fine. Um, I don't think anyone in my family is going to listen to this, but I, um, I, they were fine. I, was, I went back to the East Coast, and it was, I'm from Philadelphia, and I went via New York. It was great to see my family. It was a full week, mm-hmm. I'll say that, and I, was, uh, I got this little slight, you might, I, won't, I have this little nasal souvenir I didn't expect to take home, which is great, and um, yeah, it was fine. It's very cold. I think it gives you character. It sounds like Carol Channing. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, or my, like my cat thing. Like, hello. Oh, um, but yeah, it's it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. You know, holidays are a lot. Yeah. We, so, we did see Mary Poppins on Christmas Day. That was my doing, Aww. and that was really fun because like great. And you pushed it. You were like, I was like, well, I like knew I just had to get like the women. Like I was like, let's do because we did Christmas on the twenty sixth because my family from Chicago was coming in on Christmas night or something. Oh, okay. So we did like. And my, I was so irritated because I was there for a week, and my brother's birthday is the 27th, so it was, like, family 24, 25, 26, 27, and, like, I love my family, but it's just a lot. A lot. And my mom was just like, you know, well, we're not really doing anything on the 25th, so if you want to hang out with your friends then, you can't. I'm like, I think everyone else is busy. <laughs> yeah. They've all got plans I think that Christmas that might Day, be busy, Mom. Mom. So she's like, well, let's just get pizza and watch Mary Poppins. And that was, like, with your whole entire family watching Mary Poppins on Christmas Day. It was, like, check. Yeah. That's you know? very, that's a memory that you made that you'll always yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. And they finally got, like, in the podunk suburb of Philadelphia that I'm from, they finally got, like, this nice theater with reclining seats oh, and, like, no. all that. Like, they didn't have their yeah. beer and wine license, which sucked, but, oh, you know. That is a game changer in movie theaters mm-hmm. now, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, I think it's Especially when you saving. go with your family on, a, yes. you know, whatever, on a holiday. Which exactly. is another thing that my family does, too. But everybody's, like, it's very East Coast in that they, like, all have opinions, but they don't. 
they don't want to be seen as like the pushy one. Right. So everybody's like, okay, fine. We'll go with whatever, whatever the Hollywood girl says, we'll go with whatever Hollywood girl says. So they'll listen to me. But then afterwards, if there's like one part of the movie that they didn't like, I got to fucking hear about Mm -hmm. it for days. Remember when you took us to see that terrible and there was that one thing that happened and we were like, what? (laughs) You're like, I made the movie. And I literally am like, I'm so sorry that you didn't like, like inside Lewin Davis, but (laughs) I, you know, like what this is. I really enjoyed it. So honestly, I don't care. It worked out for me. Also, I didn't make it. Like, let me just be clear with this. I didn't, I did not craft this movie. This is not, you know, I had nothing to (laughs) do with it. You didn't do punch-ups on inside Lewin Davis? (laughs) (laughs) They just don't understand how this all works. Megan was in the room, but they didn't they didn't use any of her stuff. So she <laughs> doesn't really she My still grandfather got afterwards turned to me and said, What am I supposed to take away from that? And I just was like, I gotta go. <laughs> we gotta I, I have to go to the airport. Let's, so let's wrap it up. Flight I'm change. get on it yeah. in a taxi. I mean that's, honestly that's fair. That's on me. That was a dumb idea to be like, hey, guys, let's watch this like Rando like Coen Brothers movie about yeah. failure. Yeah, <laughs> really put you in the holiday spirit. Yeah. yeah, but I'm glad you watched Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good holiday. It's a good holiday family. family. It's yeah. a good family movie. It's yeah. a crowd. And it was yeah. like all 16 of us, and we have my my aunt brought like our, they have foster kids, so the girls loved it, and my little um, cousin who's 10 loved it. It was like good. Oh, that's so Maybe nice. like the grown men didn't like it, but whatever. We always have to see their stupid movies on vacation. My husband liked it. We watched it yeah. on the thing and he, on the. Uh, on, over the break, and he and he was like, "That was an enjoyable." It movie. just checks all the boxes. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Emily Blunt fans, so good. She's great. Lin Manuel Miranda fans, yeah. yeah. Dick Van Dyke showed up. In <laughs> <laughs> that like oh rap, and it was specifically like just because he did like Hamilton. Yeah. Right? Oh, that was mine. I was like, I mean, everything that he he does. I mean, he can do that well. He doesn't yeah. have a very good singing voice. Sidebar. Dick Van Dyke is 90... I know. One, 90... Yeah. Something like that. And Angela Very Lansbury old. is that age, age as well. 95, 95. Yeah. yeah. That is... Oh. This could be their yeah. last role. Yeah. This could be like... It's the edge of glory. I mean, listen. Yeah. Angela Lansbury had to sit down the entire time. I and know. I understand. I, I get it. Here's but, the thing. I went and saw a bad play. I don't know. Uh, over 10 years ago now because Angela Lansbury was in and I was like, well, this is going to be the last mm-hmm. chance to see Angela Lansbury. On oh, wait, Broadway. in L.A.? No, in New York. Oh, okay. She has done like three other Broadway uh-huh. shows since. And one in L.A. Yeah, it's like, come on, Angela. Bitch does not, I want to know what she does for her health. I don't know. I remember she was she like has money. pretty untouchable. Oh, yeah, she, <laughs> Mrs. She, Potts. She's a <laughs> visual. She, Mrs. Potts that, is uh, rolling. She got that murder. She murder wrote she wrote money. money. And also, there was anytime there's like a toy you press that's like chip, get the thing. Yeah, like yeah. she like, gets cha-ching. like a she gets a yeah <laughs> she dollar gets, sign. Yeah, she gets an angel gets its wings. Yeah, I like playing that game of like what what made each celebrity the most amount of money because it's like surprising things. Like Mariah Carey's Christmas song? Yeah, 1,000%. And like David Schwimmer probably makes the most of his money off of like Madagascar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because kids watch things again and again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make any money off of anything. (laughs) (laughs) So... But you have personality to spare. Yeah. Should we jump into 1985? 1985, midway through the 80s. Let me tell you something. I did write down, because it's funny, you were like, whatever. I did write down what a great year for movies. Oh, interesting. I do feel like... I think maybe this is 
the worst year that we've done. No, the no, last... these movies aren't great, but like yes. movies, movies. I don't even know if that's true. Mm. I watched six other movies from this year, um, and we'll we'll get Whatever around. Whatever the to last it. year we did was worse than this. For sure. I don't know. And also, I have no recollection of the last year. Every time, I, don't we, I just want to say, like, every say, time we do these things, yeah. the memory of every other year, we're like, if only we could go back to 1981. God, I miss Atlantic City. <laughs> that memory is, and I, you, I couldn't tell you what it's Atlantic Rosie City was about. Retrospection. No idea. I remember listening to that. No, so. no, no, blessed clue. Is that the one with Susan Sarandon and she bathes herself in lemon juice? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Um, I will and say, I like, here's that. the thing. Uh, we'll get into it in just a second, but with like these nominees and the winner, there's only one of these movies that I like actively would never go back and watch again. I just didn't think any of them were like I great either. Uh, disagree, but we'll get well, to we know that. <laughs> um, so let's start uh, alphabetically with the first movie of the year, The Color Purple. The um, very short film, The Color Purple. Yeah, that. Plays into most of these movies this year. Oh the my very god! Short movies were so long. Movies used. To, let me tell you, that is the thing that we have found again oh my and again. God. Movies are, and I, and it's such a narcissistic. I'm sorry, but fuck all these fucking '80s directors. It's such such uh-huh. narcissism to Indulgent. think that like you you could you couldn't cut. And you couldn't find anything else to oh, cut yeah. to make this under two hours. Oh yeah, like there's no, there's not enough there. There, there's yeah. not enough story for almost any of these. Like you are kid, you're killing me. And it's not like, with the exception of one movie that we'll talk about, mm-hmm. it's not like the photography, the cinematography is so mm-hmm. beautiful right, in right. fucking jail panel, right? Or like where oh you know God, what I mean. Even. even in the set, even in the color purple, like there's not a huge sense of place. Right. Like you, there the you see like the house that she, you know, Danny Glover's house yeah. and like this field with purple flowers or whatever. Mm, that and was that's, funny. Which is pretty, but that's kind of, yeah. it, we, we get right, it right. at that point. It feels, yeah, all of these are over long, but the color purple feels even longer because it's such a tough watch. Yeah. It's just. It's also really weird. I think this is a weird movie tonally because there's so much like slapstick comedy in it. Yeah. Like mixed with Celie just got raped by her father yeah. and yes. had two kids. Yeah. Like, um, and then like we're supposed to like laugh the next moment because Harpo's falling through the ceiling. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. It's just like what exactly is going on? Oddly I felt that way about 8th grade but we'll talk about that <laughs> at the end. I feel like with this movie, so I really liked it. I I think that it, whenever there's like a cyclicality with films, like whenever you, okay, I can always, maybe this happened with some of the other nominees this year, but whenever there's like a pivotal Christmas moment, that's always my marker for like this a long ass movie. Yeah. Like Sex in the City, the movie, great yeah. movie, Christmas marker. Yeah. I'm like, shit, like you're in it to feel like you're with these people for a year. And I'm not even talking like. Yeah, it is a year. It is a year. It, <laughs> exactly. It's like these are the years yeah. going by. And yeah. I'm not even talking like little, little person. Like I'm a baby for like 15 minutes in the movie yeah. and now I'm an adult. Like this is like various stages of people. But I feel like once you saddle up for the saga, I mean, I I almost, and maybe it was just because I was bawling at the end, I felt like it was just emotions, emotions. It's like, I'm laughing, I'm crying. He was, She was raped by her dad. Like, this is horrible. This mm-hmm. is great. Oh my gosh, Christmas. And like, now I'm crying because there's a reunited moment. So it was just like, at the end of it, I kind of really liked the journey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and maybe it was only because I like, had to watch all the other nominees in the same time span yeah. that I was kind of like, this roller coaster was the most enjoyable to me. 
It's funny hearing you say that because I'm I'm realizing listening to you, I'm not sure if I liked this movie. Like I did not enjoy the experience of watching it. Uh-huh. Like and for me, there's that point. Remember that moment when like Danny Glover's like riding alongside, like oh, jokingly yeah. riding alongside the sister who's like yeah. what before he tries fourteen yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah. and like tries to rape her <laughs> yeah. basically. And yeah. And it is, there's, I, I had to pause it and walk away because I had this moment where I was like, I just don't, I just don't want to watch little kids get raped. Yeah. I just said, I just don't want to watch it. Yeah. I'm not down for it. I'm not, I'm, and like, I'm just not, it's just not, I know nobody really wants to watch that, but right. I just am at the point now where I'm just like, I can't do this. Rough year for Danny Glover, by the way. This is a year after we saw him be like the kindly African-American yeah. man who helped Sally Fields start a cotton farm during yeah. the Depression. <laughs> now this he's year like he's in villains. two of these Best Picture nominees. As I mean, people. Mr. is obviously like worse. Like, yes. uh, uh, but he's still like also bad in Witness. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. he really was like, Listen, I don't want people to think I'm the nice guy. Yeah. So uh, what's the two worst roles you can get me next year? And he won those, both of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I agree with you. I think it, it did hold my attention in a way that some of the other movies did not. Right. And it like, Preach. and it felt like, it, it felt like not, I don't, it didn't feel dated. Like that movie could come out kind of to, yeah. today and it would be sort of the same. Like right. it would be that sort sort of the same, mm-hmm. just the dialogue and the way that the action unfolded as I was like, this makes sense to me. This feels like actual real yeah. people for yeah. sure. Um, and, and there were some really fun performances, mm-hmm. but it just is like, it's just not a movie that I would ever watch again because it's so dark. Even the stuff that's like light and great in the end when she comes back with her sister or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, this is, I, it's oppressive. I, I, I think, well, first of all, this is before FX. This is before HBO. This is before, like, oh, yeah. you could watch someone. 100% so would not be a movie now. No. It would be a six-episode no. well, series. For sure, but I'm not even talking about the length, just yeah. in regard to, like, the content. Like, now you'd see somebody raping the 14-year-old. Like, you'd see it. See yeah, like, that's so true. It was, like, yes. I was kind of expecting, like, I was grateful that it was 1985, because I was like, okay, well, we're not going to see that much. Yes. Yeah. Like, but so it was, like, and almost, it's sometimes worse because your imagination does. Like, there was, like, those moments where she has the razor. Like, I hate razors and oh, veins and cutting. Too. And I was just like, I had, and that was my pause moment. And I'm like looking away and like turning the volume down. Yep. And like, and it was interesting because most of these I actually was, because um, I was air streaming them to our living room. So mm-hmm. my roommate watched three of the five with me. And like, this is the one where I was just like, I- I'm just like going to try and talk about other things and not watch. Because yeah. it was, and it happened, the first time it happened, I was like, okay, whew, we got through it. And I'm like, again? <laughs> and it's just, but I feel like Don't this worry, is. Don't worry, Suge there for you, baby. I know. Suge, come on. I Shug, love Suge. Suge is Great guys, that character. That last scene where you realize that I mean, like I, you saw it coming, but I was kind of like, "It's her dad." Like it was yeah. just, I don't know. It was I got all the feels, and I I liked it. I, I liked the journey. I felt like when I finished watching it, I had like accomplished something. Yeah, for sure. It so does maybe feel that like it yeah. does feel like you because I've never even and it's adapted, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah. it was a pretty decent yeah adaptation. It's such a I mean, it is such a cultural t- touchstone and like really and and made Oprah. Mm-hmm. By the way, so her, she married in the movie. She married a guy named Harpo, Harpo. Uh-huh. which is Oprah backwards, backwards yes. mm-hmm. and then started Harpo Productions. Yes. I don't know if that was that character in the book, which was the older. Yeah. So I'm then, like, what are the odds that... that it's probably very... I would guess that it's probably both those things came into play. I mean, yeah. what are the odds that she would be named Oprah and the 
character's name would be Harp. Harp yeah, crazy, true. but I'm sure Harpo Productions is a mixture. The, Both like, her name the color purple is kind of what. Fun fact: Her real name was supposed to be Orpa, but her birth certificate they they reversed it, so that's why she's Orpa. Oh my god! Could you imagine the Orpa Winfrey show? Orpa Winfrey? Yeah, she fluctuated a little. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't have happened for her. No, <laughs> I don't see it for me. She's great in this, by the way. She's oh, like, yeah. so good. she's super they excellent. They really do a number on her. Yeah. When she starts laughing, I will say that was my favorite scene because I was like waiting tra- for 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 Whoopi Goldberg to for go us? at it. The I have. It's very movie. upsetting. When she uh, no, she's right. not. But um, Lupita Nyong'o, mm. when oh, she's yeah, like yeah. the uh, mirror version, mm-hmm. and she's laughing. It's sort of as like mm-hmm. when. Um, uh, she's Sophia so is laughing at the um, table. At the table. Yeah. Will be going, when, and then she starts taking more like food and yeah. is like, well, things are about to change. I'm back, here. bitches. Yeah, I was like, I am uh-huh. here for it. Oprah always gets typecast in like an Oprah role, though. I didn't actually see um, Selma, so I don't know about that. But like, even like a, a wrinkle, even yeah. a wrinkle in time, she's like omnipotent. I'm like, oh, check. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, she's Oprah. literally she's Oprah. Possible. Oprah. Yeah. And you really watch, and your eyes, when she's on screen, your eyes do. Yeah. Her, yeah. For sure. And she, um, what I was going to say is weirdly in a movie with incest and rape and all sorts of things like that, I think the most upsetting thing to me was when she has to drive fucking Millie back home. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. And how that bitch, couldn't, yeah. that bitch couldn't temp a fucking room like Millie. Yeah. Get Literally. it together. She goes, I don't know her either. I was like, get the fuck. Get out of the car. Come no, in. This is all your fault to begin with. Yeah. Oh, that was that a, that was, yeah, it's just a tough movie to watch. And, and it just is a lot of the misery was very like, thankfully it ended half. Like yeah. it, it's a good thing it ended happily because a lot of the misery was unrelenting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I do think it's weird and I, I don't, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if they do that, but it sort of tries to redeem Mr. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated yeah, that. Yeah, I hated that. That, <laughs> that I was like, this is, I literally wrote down, this does not redeem that, you, Danny. <laughs> that was in 1985. It's, um, yeah. I feel yeah. like cause movies had to be happy. It's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing now. Now to think about this movie being made, a the idea of Steven Spielberg directing this, obviously it's Steven Spielberg, but like the idea that it wouldn't be like Ava DuVernay or someone yeah. like taking yeah. on this property now. Um, the score is bad, I think. Quincy yeah, Jones, it's very it's bad. It's a very eighty score. I checked like, it. Who composed it? Because I was like, okay, is this offensive? All right, I just feel like. At five, like we'll tell you, there's a worry. couple times in the movie where I thought the score was gonna go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it was so orchestral and string based, yes. and I'm like, where's the brass? Where's the flavor? Yeah, no, yeah. Where's the juke joint? Besides yeah. the juke yeah, for joint, something that right? has so much like put your fucking soul in it, like with and they, they, there's it's built around a you know one of the major plot plot is a, is a jazz club, yeah, like right, not a lot of Missed jazz up. yeah, literally no brass, yeah, except no. at those points, right? Um, also, I, I maybe this is bad, but I think that the two little girls were. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a hard part to play. It's yeah. hard to find people to do that, but they, it's took me out. Of there. It was just that the beginning was super tough, and I especially first of all giving. I have this one note where I was like, um, "What did I say?" She's a child, and she walks out of that field and is like very clearly pregnant. I was just yeah. Was like, Ugh, I just. There's that like moment where I was like giving birth in the 20th century sucks, but giving birth in the 20th century in the freezing fucking cold <laughs> also sucks. And like you can literally see the steam just coming off of yeah. the newly birthed baby. And yeah. then that fucking dude that's like, you, you, I forget exactly what he says. But he's like, you're still late. You done yet? Yeah, like, you done still, yet? Is I'm she, like, you done fuck, yet? Like what a fucking dude! Like I swear. I. It was a tough. It's not a bad movie. I. It's not a great movie. It just is a tough watch. Yeah. 
Can I ask a question? Uh, this is a big question that came up for me. So at the very end, her sister, who has been in Africa for yeah. 25, Why 30 years. Why do her kids years, not speak English? That's my question. Why do her kids not speak any English? Yeah, that seems like, crazy Because every friend I have that has parents that do not speak English speaks the speaks English as well as their parents language. and their parents spoke English yeah with yeah. unaccented English that's my thing like their I get parents like, were, I were, get that their primary language is probably now whatever tribe that yeah. they were sure around. but they should but speak they English would think you would think in the household maybe they still speak English because yeah. the whole plan is always they're trying to come back yeah. it's just a matter of when can they be allowed by the American government to come yeah. back yeah but they went there with their parents who were American yeah that adopted them and spoke English to them, and and Nettie spoke, speaks English. Yeah. Why don't they speak English? I don't know. Uh, that struck me as artistic license, because it's it's more cinematic for you to be like, I can't like try and butcher this language, but it's just like words I don't understand, and then now you being like, I love you, Mama, and then Whoopi yeah. cries. It's like point one, point two, point three, and then yeah. that just like repeats. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it bothered me, but I was like, at that that was there was a list of shit like that. Yeah, it just. I don't know. I wrote it down. Also. Um, it's weird to know that Seely invented the traveling pant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen those movies, the but pants is, that, everybody? is that in that there? That is, by the yeah. way, yeah. That's, she that's made the, the origin She story. made them yeah. jeans. Yeah. Yeah. America Ferrara, she like, went, at the beginning yeah. of the movie, is, like, I buying mean, jeans from, like, 130-year-old Seely. It's and the that, same <laughs> cinematic universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's updated the design and that she, you know, yeah. sews, like, she does patches on it now. Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar, those movies are good and make me cry. I like them. Yeah. I'm not saying they're bad. It just was like, these pants fit everybody. Yeah. This is the thing with movies in general. <laughs> the guy puts them on too. I was like, oh, yeah. this is great. And it's like the most like so god-ugly pattern. Oh, so we're god. just supposed to believe that she invented elastic, right? That's yeah. like the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She should be rich. She was. Yeah. She was inventive. Remember the ways that she like she had the pockets. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying I believe it. I yeah. just say elastic, though. It doesn't just gotta be pants. She yeah. was great, by the way. Whoopi Goldberg was great. This was her first... It said introducing. Yeah, yeah. she got that intro role. credit. I mean, she—I think she had already done like her stand-up stuff on Broadway, right? And, like right. Tony and stuff like that. Yeah, she's an egot holder. Color right? purple. She is. That's the color purple. That's good. Should we watch move on? it. If you're, if you're like, hey, I always want to watch the color purple. I'm what? not going to dissuade you. Yeah. Go are ahead, you like, I got a casual four it. hours. I got to kill. Yeah. Let me just like pop this bad boy. It's out. like here's the thing. Most of these are like like three and a half star movies. Color purple is like three or three and a half stars. I feel like all these are like. Three or three and a half stars, except this one, which is Kiss of the Spider Woman. Oh (laughs) my god, I fucking hated that movie. I did not even hate it, guys. I just was like, what am I what am I watching? You're watching It's another William Hurt movie. Uh Uh-huh. I actually think he's not bad. I actually think He's not bad in it because he's not trying to do too much. To me, this is my least favorite William Hurt movie we've watched because he, granted, there's all sorts of different gay men. He is affecting a very specific like type um, that I feel like is what Hollywood thinks of gay men, and I don't believe it for a second. Okay, like, so for those of you that, that don't like, know, the movie is about yeah. William Hurt and Raul Julia are in prison together. In Brazil. Yes. William Hurt is there for corrupting a minor. Which, by the way, really bothers me that, like, of course the gay guy is in prison, not for being gay, which would be probably enough, but for, like, having sex with an underage person, which is such a... I hate that shit. It's right. such a, I mean, I get that it's the 80s and whatever. It's, and it's the, based, this is based on a book. It's based so. on a book, and that's, like, what happened. But I just, yeah. like, I think that's such promoting yeah. such dangerous stereotypes. And Raul like Julia is basically, like, 
in sort of a, a semi-revolutionary journalist. movement. Yeah. Isn't, does he identify as, is, is the character supposed to be a trans woman or is it supposed to be a gay man? I, I, feel I like looked all the it stuff up I'm seeing, and it said trans That's woman. what I'm seeing, yeah. So I feel oh. like this was... I did not get that at all. Yeah. No, I didn't no, get that no. at all, but, but you're, it's also 1985. I don't know yeah. what a trans woman would be in 1985. Right. I also didn't, like, I well, because uh, I was like, okay, so there's no hormones because you're in jail. Yeah. And then also, like, but, that, cause, but then I'm like, oh, your mom gives you groceries everywhere. Like, it was just like, it was like, you can, but it was, it was, I felt like I was watching a Fathom events at the theater. Yeah. It felt like a filmed stage play, and I wanted to a die. Like, it, it was the fir- it one of the first nominated independent films, right, ever, I yes. think. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they couldn't afford, like, the lens kit for things like close-ups. But I do, like, it was just so, I yeah. was like, oh, my God, oh, my it God. It was oh just God. the two of them kind of walking around the cell, except exactly. for recounting the Nazi propaganda <laughs> Which yeah. was so stylized. And then, like, maybe there's, like, four exterior shots at random points where they're in line for things. But I was just, like... I was like so confused and I had just watched the other Prizzy's uh, Honor before so I was just like oh my God. why are we going all over the place and, and this was just felt so trapped and so suffocating and I just I hated it I have so almost nothing to say about it other than I love Gomez Gomez is great R.I.P. Gomez he died very he died like less than 10 years later than that he died yeah. at age 54 yeah oh he did mm-hmm. yeah I also um, thought I was like back in grade school with all the f bombs floating around the back because I was like, okay. Oh, oh my and god! Sidebar: We're gonna talk. Nineteen eighty-five. Another movie that I watched was The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. where they also say that word, and I don't care for. It's mm-hmm. crazy how it is like nails on a chalkboard, and people are just throwing it out willy nilly. Yeah, I left and right here. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't like it. I didn't like that, but I was more interested in these characters than in, and I, they, they felt more, they, okay, even William Hurt's character mm-hmm. felt more like a real person to me than the characters in Prissy's Honor, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, so for that, I was like, I'm more interested in him because mm-hmm. he feels a little more, she feels a little more fully formed. Yeah. But no, it's not a good movie. Here's a couple of reasons I would recommend this movie. If you ever really wanted to see where all Julia shit his pants in oh, movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that would be so a good reason yeah. to watch Kiss the Spider Woman. He does shit his pants. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great. that scene is so awkward and prolonged. You are expecting, like, scent of, what is it, smell-o-vision to, <laughs> yeah. like, come out, and you're like, oh, dear. It took me a minute because I was, like, folding laundry or doing something else while that was on, and I wasn't immediately paying attention, and yeah. then I was like, what is, oh, oh. It was um, so weird. It got momentarily interesting when you find out that, like, the whole, like, deal with, like, why Moline is getting all mm-hmm. this, like, special attention. Yeah. Because yeah. he's basically, like, supposed to be selling him out. And then it never, I feel like it never raises. It never really pays, like, pays off. No. Um, you have this, like, super hateful, like, mm, homophobic adjacent person who then, like, ends up sleeping with him. And yeah. you're just like, what? <laughs> Um, and the way he asks too, he's just like basically like, "Will you fuck me?" And yeah. he's like, "Okay." Yeah. Like it's like, "Do you want? Do you want?" Like, he's like I've been thinking about it. Salad or fries? You, now that you helped me after I shit my pants, I will uh, penetrate I'll have you. Sex yeah. With you. I'm like, not. A, I'm not a homophobe. Yeah. Now I, I'm into I, gay sex. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was a real. That was a. That was a real left turn. For yeah. Sure. Um, well, we talked about, you said how it probably worked better as a play. It is a, they did adapt into yeah. a musical, which I've never seen. Wow. How? Just uh, all the fantasy sequences? Go? I don't know. Um, just all the propaganda scenes. They just yeah. cut everything else out. They're just like, oh I God. would truly love to be in that musical as that, as the woman in the propaganda film. You know who you should, would be in the, in the musical is that balloon woman. 
when he gets out of prison. Oh, yeah, 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 And she pops all the balloons. They're at, like... But she's just wearing, like, full clothing beneath the balloons. And you're like, oh, I thought it was, like, some burlesque where you were gonna, like... That's not the way that me and that woman do it. (laughs) We like to... We are never nudes. And uh we like to make sure that every part of our body is always covered. I I don't feel bad about that. I won't apologize. And by the way, (laughs) nobody's asking me. (laughs) I feel like there was one line I thought that was really cool in there where he was just like, the nice thing about feeling happy is that you never think you'll be unhappy again. I was like, ooh. That's a deep thought. But then he also said, what else did he say that was like so real? The F word a bunch. He said that a bunch. (laughs) He said, said, um, uh, he was like, you gays. Oh yeah, you gays are obsessed with fantasy. And I was like, not lying. (laughs) (laughs) Fair and next. <laughs> 30 years later, true. still true. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. That was great. It yeah. was just like painful. I liked when he was like, I'm the heroine. Like, who do you identify with? And she's, he's like, the heroine. Like, the, the singer. Always the heroine. And I was like, yeah. Yes. yes. I, yeah, his performance was fine. I just didn't know like what to expect. There was this one moment where someone just screams like, go! in the most like painful way that I was like that needs to be an iPhone alarm sound. that would be because great. that would wake yeah. the fucking yeah. dead yeah. Yeah. it's like you're already trying to distract yourself while you're watching this film so like you step away and you're just like oh no here we go all those groceries sounded really good that his mom brought when she, he was like rotisserie chicken also two half chickens like yeah. how are the guards not like hmm, I think you're playing me here <laughs> he's like here's the laundry list I would like this and this and this yeah uh, and like so how did it happen it's, it was weird. It's a, it's a, it is a, I mean, it's, I wouldn't, I can't tell that it's an independent movie. Like it doesn't, it looks. It's Cause it was made in 1985. Yeah. Cause it was made in 1985. Yeah. Exactly. It looks fine. It's not. And I, I don't think it's, I don't know. I, I, it didn't, but again, it is. They just don't have like tracking shots or any, yeah. or they just don't have the budget for like more lit. Like the closest close up we got was about fucking chocolate box. Yes. And I'm like, what? Like, can you're like now, and I know like screens are smaller and people like could only go to the movies really back then. TV was square. Like there was a different time, but like we like, ne- we're so spoiled and our attention span is so short. I was I expecting like, if they remade this movie today, there'd be like a close up of like a dripping pipe and then it would like, you know, like the, yeah. it would shift to the person. But that's why I'm like, what narcissism is Why is it still over two hours? Exactly. Exactly. You can't even afford to like exactly. set the scene more, and like, what? Then what are we wasting this on? I feel it's like such it, a strange it, thing. I feel like it still feels very rushed the way they. Yeah. The ending. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they're like, and you're out, and you're in a car, and you're shot, and <laughs> yeah, you're dead. dead. And, and now we're gonna go to Raul Julia, and now he's dreaming. And I was like, are we supposed to? He's just in a morphine-induced dream, or yeah. is he yeah. dead? We don't know. I think like, he, yeah, and I don't if know. he's dead, like. I felt like I understand like he's back with his love, but I was like the whole movie's been about two guys like yeah. fucking Molina should we be saw, in this like, dream one somewhere. Scene. We saw Even one if it's like scene. him like tipping his cap while yeah. you go into the ocean, like it's so weird that like we he's dead and now he's not in the I movie. I don't care anymore. about him and his love no. because there's no there there was like one scene of them. There's yeah. no like actual backstory here. Um I do really quickly before we move on want to talk about William Hurt in the 80s. Because so he wins best a- he wins best actor for this performance. Meh. There in the five years of the eighties, he is in best picture nominees in 83, 85, 86, 87, and 88. Why? And he uh, is nominated for best actor in 85, 86, 87. He did not do a movie in 82 or 89, 81, he was in body heat. 
Hey, which is your favorite? Which so is my favorite of that year. William Hurt is all over so, the '80s, and I don't get it. Yeah, he Kathleen does, Turner and William Hurt had gigantic '80s. He does literally nothing. But it's weird to me because, like Kathleen Turner, I get she has something. I William Hurt, his character from Broadcast News, he will always be in to me yeah, in real life. Where yeah. like I'm just like I guess he's like a he's got a strong jaw and a bl- and blonde hair beyond that. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. Yeah. I don't get it at all. I want to hear from though. people that wanted to fuck William Hurt or currently wants to fuck yeah. William Hurt because I want to hear, I want to know why get at us. Cause he, he has those three straight years, uh, being nominated for best actor, including winning this year. Then he's nominated for best supporting actor for a history of violence. Oh yeah. Almost over 20 years after that? He's better as later. an older... I, I liked him. Like, I, I think he... I, I just... I don't know. Yeah. Do you think it was, like, a Merrillism bias thing in that, like, in that like, l- like period that he got all those nominations where people were just like, this person's good Yeah, we love him. We like yeah, them. Yeah, we yeah. like him. This is it. They're it doesn't so matter serious. what they do. We're He's so edgy. Get. He played a trans woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and maybe... kissed a guy for... I was, like, can, I was like, can we get kissed in 85? I don't know. And they just, like, go, like... It's like nothing. Like a pack. It's also and then he blows a, out the candle. It's sort of a weirdly, uh, no, it's sort thanks. of a, a period of time where a lot of like the great actors of the set, like Dustin Hoffman's still around and doing stuff. Yeah. This is kind of in Pacino's time where he sort of disappears from movies because mm-hmm. he's going through like personal issues and kind of went back to the stage. So the, a lot of the 80s is kind of lost for Pacino. And then you still have De Niro doing stuff. But I feel like a lot, and John Cazal dies. So, like, you have all these, like, actors that were, like, the great actors of the 70s. Right. Yeah. And then they all kind of... It's like a transition period. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird so transition. So someone new comes in, and then starting in, like, the late 80s, we get, like, the Daniel Day-Lewis's and stuff yeah. like that that then end up dominating. Yeah, the 90s. So last year, like... Um, so that's Kiss of the Spider-Man. Let's talk about Prissy's Honor, because that is another... Is that next? That is next. Okay. Because um, I hated this movie, like, with the fire of a thousand suns. But I need really? to tell you... Yeah, I hated it. But I need to tell you that I started watching it, and what it piqued my interest watching it was I was like, oh, right, Angelica Houston used to date Jack, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Mm-hmm. So I Googled that mm-hmm. to find out when, mm-hmm. basically. It was during this movie. Yeah. Uh, and what came up was excerpts from her... Book? Book the Vanity Fair article. Yes. Yeah. So for that Vanity Fair uh-huh. article. So I went online and ordered that book, and it comes in like two days, and I fucking can't wait. Yeah. The Good excerpts book. from this book yeah. are... Have you read it? Uh, I, I skimmed. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. yeah. He, Jack Nicholson lived down the... Like, uh-huh. they, he shared a driveway with Marlon Brando, uh-huh. and Marlon Brando would play tricks on... Like, play pranks on him all the time, and one time he got him to believe that he'd sold his house to Sylvester Stallone, and Jack Nicholson was freaking out because he was like, oh, there's going to be all these, like, fans at the gates because he's, like, a <coughs> public person and I'm private. It's... And then Jack Nicholson had, like, names for everything, and he would flaunt, like, little nicknames and would call her Tootie uh-huh. and called his... A car like Bing, and he would be flying to rages when the Lakers lost. All this shit sounds fucking bananas. Yeah, and like he visited, she visited him and her father on the set of Chinatown, and he was like, "So I hear you're sleeping with my daughter, like in front of Angelica Houston to Jack Nicholson." I just like love all that. I love all that shit, and that to me is way more interesting than Prissy's Honor, which I d- could not make heads or tails of. Sorry. Oh, I think it's a fun idea for a movie. It's just it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, basically. Yeah. Except, yeah. They're, not except they're not real people. Like I, yeah. I. What is his? What is his character? So his the character craziest, is the, cra- the craziest thing about this movie 
is what I think is interesting about Jack Nicholson's performance is that he's playing this like dolt. And Jack Nicholson is always like the coolest person in the room. Yes. So to see him playing like a moron is interesting. So maybe he was but just miscast. That being said, it's crazy that then we're supposed to believe he's the one person that can take over the family. Yeah. Unless John Houston's whole thing is the mafia is fucking bogus and all these guys are fucking idiots. Like yeah. maybe he just feels that way about them weirdly because Chinatown, which is probably his, well, he's in it. Maybe he got really mad at the Godfather 2 won best picture that year instead of Chinatown. <laughs> um, so he hates the mafia. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an, I, when I was watching, I was like, this is so interesting to see him play a role like this, but I can't understand like who his character is supposed to be. Is this comedy, is this movie supposed to be a comedy? I think so. Yes. Okay. It's not funny. Like, (laughs) like not at all. Like not at all. It's also not particularly dramatic. I'm not invested in his relationship with Kathleen Turner at all. Like I don't. And and by the way, she's just a bull faced liar the entire movie. The entire movie. And about lied about everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, does she love him? That's never really clear. Right. No. Because in the end, she does go to shoot him. Yeah. And then, does he love her? He seems to very quickly get behind the idea of like, oh, I've got to kill her. Fine. Yeah. Angelica Houston also seems super miscast to me. I don't buy she her. She won Best Supporting Actress. I know she actress, did. And he she's totally bad in this movie. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. I, I maybe it's, again, it's, I think it's a Nicole Kidman in Destroyer situation for me, where I'm like, that. okay, she's. People are, like, flipping out over her. Oh, yeah. It's not her fault. I'm like, you're Nicole Kidman. I'm never going to buy you as, like, even when you put the accent on and they put a bunch of makeup on you, the way you carry yourself is, like, your royalty. Yeah. So Angelica Houston is one of the most striking, beautiful, like, interesting-looking people in the world. For her to be like, yeah, (laughs) like, my my father's mad at me. Like, come on, Charlie. Like, do you want to fuck? Let's do it. (laughs) I'm like, this does not, this is bananas. This is crazy. I don't buy her in that at all. It is... This movie is bananas. I don't, I, there's so many shots of the, I know, and I read online, I read Roger Ebert's review because I was like, I don't understand. And he was like, there's a hilarious gag where they keep showing the plane, like to signify that he's flying across country. And I was like, that's a gag? Is that a joke? What is happening? There are no jokes in this movie. There are no jokes. I'm sorry. There's a lot of like laughing at it, not with it. (laughs) Yeah. I, but also to I didn't know where the fuck we were. Like, it's not just LA, New York. It's like, now we're in Mexico or we're in Cuba. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. what? And then it's like, and then he's like, you gotta be home for dinner. And I'm like, does like, what, like, does, does like airplanes just fly at your will? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. they seem, in the, and especially <clears throat> in the 80s, I feel like air travel was a bigger deal. They seem to be very mobile. Oh, yeah. Throughout. She's like, come over for dinner. I'm in LA, I'm three hours ahead of you and you're 3,000 miles. Like, it just yeah. did not make sense to me. Yeah. It, it is, it, it is a, it, it was, I could, this is a movie where I just, it's not a hope and glory. It's not a googly. Right. But I just could not wrap my head around what tone they were going for, what everybody's, mo- like, nobody, I don't nobody, think it knew. I don't think it knew and nobody had any real motivation. Maybe that's because John, like, has John Huston done other comedies? Um, I don't know. I mean, he was known more as, you know. Like, yeah, as a, as a dramatic director yeah, and a yeah. dramatic actor. It just feels, this felt like a a swing and a, 
big miss. Um, you want to know something interesting? There's a website I really like called Critics Top 10, which no. is basically an aggregator. So what they do is they go through like Critics Top 10 list and they then put, depending on the year, like, like for the last several years, they've done like the top 50 movies of the year. Like, and you get points if you're on a top 10 list, you get points right. if they have certain people that are registered as like top critics. So you get more points for that. And if you're number one, you get even more points. Um, Pritchie's Honor was number one in 1985 on Critics Top Ten. Wow. There's a scene where they talk about tax deductions. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. like... Well, it was about ransom, so that was kind of like, ha ha. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed this movie much more than Kiss of the Spider Woman. Like, yes. I was just like, I, I, I was just like, okay, like... Like I started to look at like the weird details in it, like did yeah. you like like how ugly the bridesmaids' dresses were, or like yeah. why there was a miniature doll version of the bridesmaids' dresses as the centerpieces on the table, which I was just like, wow, you so were very. I was just like trying to find being, other yeah. things to like get through. Yeah. It. Like I don't love. I don't think this is a great movie, but. If someone was like, hey, what do you want to watch? Pritchie's Honor or Kiss of a Spider Woman? Yeah. I would say Pritchie's Honor 100 times out of 100. It's quicker. I don't know. I don't know that I would say that. It's shorter. Well, it's not shorter. Julia shitting his It's pants. not shorter. It is longer. <laughs> and also. Yeah, you go to other locations. You go to maybe too go to many locations. locations yeah. But I just was like, the, also the end mm. is so anticlimactic. Yeah. I just was like. Although that knife in the throat is great. That knife in the throat is great. That's yeah. Great. Totally. That was, that was, that was true. Also Kathleen Turner. I was like. Oh, she is hot as I was shit. like, yeah, I literally Googled why do the gays love Kathleen Turner? Cause I was just like. <laughs> and this it is, just said Pritchard's it, <laughs> No, but like she, I just like that voice and like, even like, even like baby geniuses. I'm just like, I feel like. Even and like I love her as Jessica Rabbit's voice. Like it's sure. just she's got she's got this iconic. It was interesting to see her in this role though because I'm not I'm actually not the most vers- well versed in Jack Nicholson, which is like uh-huh. but also even like with read Angel- of, like, I'll, could, I'll lend you Angelica. I know I can actually read it. Comes in. But um but yeah I don't know I I and I love her in Serial Mom. Like I just feel like she I she's amazing. Know. Yeah she's she a, was kind of like blonde. Though. She's wasted though in yeah. this movie. She's literally wasted. A lot of people are. Yeah I there's a, just nothing. I have a couple interesting facts about this movie. Speaking of the one point in the movie I went yikes was when he calls and he talks to Peaches who is oh, the yeah. black maid yeah like, that's doing like a really yeah. like over the top like you know who plays that role who you would never guess in a million years I, I couldn't it's tell. CCH Pounder <laughs> what are you kidding me yeah from the shield yeah <laughs> what because I was like, yikes, peaches. So I like looked it up and I was like, CCH Pounder. Oh my God. If I ever meet her, that's exactly what I'm going to ask her I about. love me like, peaches talk and Pritchie's Honor. Let's talk about Pritchie's Honor for a um, Also, here's the other thing that I thought was really interesting. The Don. Who sounded Bill like Moe Sislak. Do you know how old he was when they filmed this movie? Is he the guy from Forget Paris or is that Burgess Meredith? I don't know. Remember the guy that just, <laughs> remember the father-in-law and just goes like, you want it, you got it. <laughs> Toyota. And they're like, why? <laughs> and he just like reads all the signs. I don't know. Sorry, I continue. Guess how old he was when this book was One million filmed. years old. Uh, was it, I, uh, there's no way that could, imp- a thousand. 58. Oh my wow! God. Has he subsisted on a diet of cigarettes <laughs> yeah. and like Guys, alcohol? Guys, we look better now. Yeah. yeah. 58. Think about how old Tom Cruise is. How old is Tom Cruise? He's, He's like, like 54. Five wow. or something. Yeah. It's because of all the Scientology vitamins. Or maybe not that old. Maybe he's in his early 50s still. But, um, so that's Pritzi's honor. I don't know. I thought it was a fun idea. It's not super well executed. It's not well no, executed at so all. Bad. I feel like you guys are giving this a pass. This is like crazy movie. Like, this is 
fucking I, insane. I just think you like Kiss of the Spider Woman too much. I was just yeah. like, if it, I didn't like that movie either. <laughs> enough. I feel like that was just such a low. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with this. I'm I don't. Fine. I can't even. I can't give you more examples of it being insane because I was also reading Indrajit's <laughs> memoirs while yeah. I was watching this, which I cannot recommend enough. You haven't even actually read the book yet. She fucked him the first night she met him. Yeah. He went, she went to a party and he, he was like, do you want to spend the night? And she was like, to her, with the friend that took her, she was like, I'm going to spend the night with Jack Nicholson's house. And then in the morning he was like, I'm going to put you in a cab. Is that okay? And he was like, it's my friend Roman Polanski. Yeah. There, and so she talks about being good friends with Roman Polanski oh and how gosh. Roman was very nice to her. It's insane. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Must have thought he, she was younger. <laughs> um... Uh, That brings us to Patricia Magro's favorite film. Yes. Witness. Witness. My mom's favorite. How do you feel about, how does she and you feel about Harrison Ford? So, okay, so I have a couple of thoughts on this. I'll I'll, I'll go through, start with point one. So my mom is, Patricia is a God-fearing Catholic woman, God-lover, and she was Harrison Ford obsessed. So we had every single magazine when I was growing up with Harrison Ford. I I definitely knew I was gay, but I I didn't, like, was never really attracted to him specifically, but I didn't find him unattractive Mm. because that was, like, the only access I had to, like, imagery of attractive men Mm -hmm. was just whatever magazine she would buy. And then, of course, I was, since we were raised Catholic, we couldn't watch anything that wasn't just like, you know, Catholic cartoons or whatever. So we couldn't watch, I couldn't watch Simpsons. There are Catholic anything. cartoons? And there, yeah, that's a whole different thing. But like, Ooh, I just, we could, we could watch like a couple things that would flip under the slide, like skip, get by the radar. But um, my mom was obsessed with Witness because it was, we lived in Pennsylvania. It was filmed in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We're close to Lancaster. One of her really good friends uh, was a local, a journalist for the local paper. So he got to go and like interview the stars on set. And there's and no so fucking in It was movie. a big thing. Nobody well, fucks. So there's there's my number one problem with that movie. Nobody fucks. So, Topless though. So yeah, there's some nudity. But the problem is still, so this is what's really funny and you're going to laugh so hard when I tell you this. So she, um, as soon as Harrison Ford got divorced, he was canceled. <gasps> so he was canceled because like that's not what you Who do. Who was he married to? So then I don't remember. He has many wives, but uh, uh, she just she died actually not yeah. too long ago. His oh. ex-wife. But wait, then do you know the God-fearing, respectable person she replaced her obsession with Who was? Must tell me, please. Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So then it was just all Mel all day. He is Catholic. Yeah, passion you. of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but anyway, and and anti-Semitic and awful. But anyway, witness. So this is the other funny thing. I so my mom had the soundtrack, so she would just listen to it. Like I we, love we would be like literally because like all of a sudden we're watching this, and my roommate Lauren was was watching this with me because she was like, "Oh my god, I love this movie." And I, she, I, she's like, "Are you humming the score?" And I'm like, "It's I'm sorry, like it's literally." <laughs> So then when I, little gay, little gay Dan, when I was like, I'm going to make movies, I'm going to move to LA and be a director, which I'm like slaying that career now. But I was like, I would have my grandpa's camcorder that was like so huge. And I remember when we had like our first iMac that like had iMovie version uh-huh. one on it. It was like the one, like the colored ones like that yeah. Elle Woods has mm-hmm. and like Legally Blonde. And so I remember like you could import music from CDs. Well, we didn't have like, I don't even think the iTunes music store existed. So yeah. I was like, I need to score this movie that I made about like the, the nothing remotely similar in context. So I was like, well, we have this soundtrack. So that was literally the soundtrack <laughs> to every movie I did ever. That is awesome. So I am very familiar with this movie, even though I think I watched it once maybe in my early 20s and had forgotten. Because you weren't allowed because there's there movies in it. Well, then one time I came home and I'm like, why didn't we ever watch this? And I was like, oh, I love this. It's such a good movie. We need to watch it. So we watched it and I forgot 
not most of it. And then rewatching it again, I was like, this is a good movie. Yeah, it is it's good. It's a really good yeah. movie. The no fucking there, the not. There. There's no fucking. And that is, uh, I remember watching it for the first time and I was like, they don't fuck? Like, they don't get to get, they don't like get it in. And I was really mad about that. Yeah. And so then I kind of wrote this movie off and then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, but no, it's still good. Yeah. You still yeah. do get to see some titties. They do make out. The scene where that guy dies by and this is death the by corn. The corn silo scene is that's an incredible death, death by corn. That's that's amazing. I like, watched it on the plane. That's an all timer. I was watching it on the plane and it was that part came on as we were taking off and I don't love takeoff. Yeah. And I was very uneasy. <laughs> like between that scene, just like the corn raining down on him and the like planes shaking and like I was next to the stewardess who's like tighten your seatbelt and whatever and I was just like this is a lot of stimuli yeah. right now yeah. that is I, that is not how I want to go guys remind me but via plane or corn <laughs> I don't think you'll <laughs> ever be in a silo of any hey kind. never say never you're, I'm from New Hampshire. There's fucking. They have silos. Yeah. Silos. When are you going to go back? Full of to lobster. <laughs> That's where we keep the lobster. Yeah. In the silos. Yeah. I, um. I wasn't, so I was never, I never really got the Harrison Ford thing, and then this movie, I was like, he, he could He's get it. He's so fucking He hot. could get it. He was, I Googled, and it's, Google told me, maybe I'm wrong, it said he was 43 when they made this. Oh my God. I know. And that hot dog scene where he's just like looking at like, the, I was like, fuck, fuck me right now. I would, <laughs> I would hit it. Yeah, so I hard. I cannot get past Harrison Ford. Oh my he has God. an earring now and has not. Like, I mean, he's older, yeah. so it's like a real Crashes dark time. But literally, the other day, yesterday, fucking, there was like, they're doing like a Star, <clears throat> Star Wars marathon on TBS, and I watched Empire Strikes Back and yeah. Return of the Jedi back to back, and parts of Force, Force Awakens, and I was like, good goddamn. Mm-hmm. I, even, even in Force Awakens, I love Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's a good actor, and he's hot, and he's yeah. good in this, and I, I really liked it. They have good chemistry, yeah. I think, yeah. for sure. I, I mean, the kid she's, is adorable. Little Lucas Haas is yeah, adorable. Yeah. Member of the Pussy, Pussy Posse. Posse. Yes. Yeah. There's this other <laughs> podcast that uh, that Ali and I really like to listen to, and uh-huh. someone called. They have a call-in episode, and someone called in and was just like, "Yeah, my friend like slept with Lucas, hooked up with Lucas Haas. Like, I, we were all out with this group of people." Who weekly? Yes, you listen to it. I okay, love great. who weekly. But I love that he like basically was like. Do you know who I am, yeah. or whatever? And she was just like, and no. Like, and he was you don't so know witness. You don't know who witness. Yeah. Is? I'm the witness. In She's witness. the witness. <laughs> yeah. You slept with witness. Oh my god! And then like, I thought there was chemistry. She had to play an Amish person. How yeah. Was the first, there was Amish chemistry. I mean, chemistry. she's almost too smoldering, honestly, for <laughs> yeah. an Amish person. Yeah. It's like she definitely wouldn't have come back from her rum springer. Like yeah, she would have gone. She, she would have gone, gone into. Well, she would have gone, and they would have been like, "Hey, do you want to be a model?" Yeah. yeah, she would have exactly. gone into Philadelphia and like just like fucked for like yeah. you know yeah. two weeks and then been like, no, I'm not yeah. going back. Even though Young Vigo's on a, oh, I, was, oh, I was literally, Vigo! I was literally like, is that Vigo? I'm like, no. And then I googled it. I was like, oh yeah. He has like no lines. No, he's, and probably, he's credited as a character. That, he speaks like nine languages now. Yeah. He might not have spoke English at that point. <laughs> <Yeah. point. That's laughs> I could speak for conservatively 40 minutes about Patty LuPone's haircut. Oh, my God. I could speak for conservatively an hour and 45 minutes about the insanity of deciding that the best person to play Harrison Ford's sister would be Patty LuPone. She looked like, what's Angelica's doll in, like, Rugrats? Like, she just looked like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she just touched her hair. I love that little doll. It's like how Patty LuPone somehow didn't manage to get in Pritchie's Honor, which is a bunch of, like, Irish people playing Sicilians. Instead, she's related to Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's sister in this And also, like, that they were like they're like where are we gonna put the kid because I have a friend people. over we have to yeah I have a friend over we have to take him to first of all we're gonna drag him downtown to yeah. like the create like like that's not how that works no and then we're going to bring them to my sister's house it was crazy can I ask a plot question 
Why does the guy get murdered at the beginning? Do they ever really no. explain why the cop. murder happens? He's Maybe just a I, cop. I He's found out they're bad. I assumed he yeah. found out what they were. He was an undercover cop. Yeah. And also, um, check the stall again. Yeah. Like, seriously, you're afraid someone's there? Just recheck the stall. Yeah. Like, it's going to take you two seconds. Well, what were they going to do? Kill then that? We would have had kid? to watch Probably. Luke, yeah, probably. Uh, then we would have had to watch little Lucas Haas get murdered. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if I was a bad, if I was a dirty cop, and I had just killed someone, and I was afraid there was a witness. Yeah, I, I, I did. I the movie. I do. I just check. Yeah. There's like yeah. six stalls. Like, well, clearly four this of them wasn't were flipped their open. first I just rodeo. Yeah. Again. Yeah. This was like they'd done this a lot. I gathered. Yeah. Also, like, what do you think happens to the police captain at the end? Like he, he goes just to goes jail? to jail forever. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just goes to jail forever. Yeah. He seemed like a real <clears throat> evil motherfucker. Yeah, By the way, track. also Harrison Ford <laughs> yeah, like, was like, "You're gonna kill us all? You're gonna kill him?" And like <clears throat> put himself behind yeah. Lucas' real house. Brave, and I was like, brave. "Whoa, whoa, like, whoa!" He probably, probably why would wouldn't have. he? Yeah. yeah. Like, then it's your word against a bunch of you know Amish people. Next to the corn silo, testify? Then, question next to the corn silo, my favorite part is when he beats up that guy who's putting ice cream on all the Amish guys' faces. Oh, yes, oh yeah, I love yes. that part. When they go into town, when he find when he reveals himself, I love yeah, that I'm part. Lying. I love that part. And also too, like how everyone's like, "Why'd you do that?" And I'm like, "Really? Nothing about the dick like rubbing fucking frosties <laughs> yeah. on his face." On on the the man who I don't know who that actor was, but the guy that wanted to get it. Yeah, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah. The bad guy from Die Hard. Yeah, who wanted to get it from. Uh, What's her face? I don't Kelly know. There was Kelly what Kelly did Mills. I? There was like one scene. I thought I made a note, but I guess. Oh yeah, and the award for most awkward porch swing moment. Like oh. literally, they're just like. Dude, and he's just like, if I was Kelly McGillis, I would be like, "Take me away, Harrison Ford." Yeah. There's a lot of good, uh, like, there's just shit that you're missing in the '80s. Is that that was the time, that was the, not the time to be Amish. Time no. of excess. So much cocaine you're missing out on. Cocaine. AIDS. <laughs> I just <laughs> love love me some AIDS. I feel like. Oh yeah, I just it was what a bad trip. She was just supposed to go see her sister in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, really then, got fucked up. But she definitely, I mean, she definitely like was ready to get it. Like, who would just turn around and oh, be yeah. like, she oh, someone accidentally it. opened the door? Yeah. Like, not even like a second, and then being like, oh, it's this guy. I wonder what a dead husband back down. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. She's already well, but like, and she nursed him back to health, and she he was obviously naked a lot. Yeah. She was like. You know, that was another scene. I was like, "Ooh, like ooh, take off your cloth." Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, "Okay, like he is." He, she didn't really so get into him until she saw him building that barn, though. Yeah, she did that like, barn yeah. She was like, and he drank. Yeah. Once he drank that lemonade so fast. Yeah. Oh my god. She was like, lots of fast lemonade like, drinking oh, this year. No Color one, purple. No one drinks lemonade that fast here <laughs> in Lancaster. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm embarrassed. Why do they raise barns in a day? Is it just the thing? It's like a, it's it's a, a, it's like a the community building. You know what? Like it's big, for the party. It's yeah. for the party. It's basically for the party. Yeah. Which looked like a banging good time, although no alcohol, right? Dry. No, they don't Dry. drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, Except for that lemonade. It's sweet, sweet lemonade. Witness is good. Watch Witness. I liked it. It's good. It's, it's kind of like on the level. Well, it's better than the Fugitive, and it's le- and it's like less convoluted plot wise. But yeah. it's like also like this is interesting that it's nominated for yeah. Best Picture. One hundred. Oh yeah. It's just like a fun kind of thriller movie. Yeah. It's a great structure, great script. It's got stakes. Like it's good. Yeah. You're not just stuck in a jail cell. But it's not. It doesn't. It's not a sweep. It's not like right. a. I don't think you, it's it, It's not what you think of when you're like, this is the best picture. Especially right. back then. Yeah. When they clearly were like, mm, do you have a trans person? Okay, check. That can mm-hmm. come in. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did you have incest and like racial mm-hmm. issues? Check. Okay, yeah. you're in. Yeah. 
Speaking of Oscar movies in the most cookie-cutter form they exist, we'll let Megan go off on... Basically, this is like her only reason for still doing the podcast. Oh, 1,000%. I've done that. I would like to announce my retirement from the podcast after this episode. I've been waiting to talk about Out of Africa for a year and a half. Uh And now it has come, and I can... If I die in my sleep tonight, you'll know why. Yeah. Go for it, Meg. Take it away. I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. A million Twice? <laughs> Three times? Three times. This movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love this movie so bad. Sometimes at night I'll be cooking and I'll talk about a score and I'll go, Alexa, play the soundtrack to Out of Africa. But only 10 seconds, so it's fair use. Playing Out of Africa, original motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> Alexa heard me! Like, wait. Well, it's like the opening credits. It's, it's, the it's going. It goes, I know how it starts. It goes. It's the silent. I will say, uh, while we're waiting for it to actually start playing, is when I was, uh, which it doesn't look like it's actually going. Oh, there we go. Um, when I was editing together, like, our little opening that I always put yeah. the uh, score underneath, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, this is very, it's very fitting for, like, this opening. Like, it feels like an Oscar score. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah. It's... One of the most, I mean, I love the story of it, and I love, I love Meryl Streep, obviously. I love everybody in this movie, but I mostly think this is the movie that made, I really, a dream of mine is to go to Africa, and this is the movie that made that happen. Would you say just to go, or to own a farm in Africa? (laughs) I had a farm in Africa. (laughs) I also know so many things. I just, I can't describe it other than I think it's one of the most beautifully shot movies of all time. That scene when they go up in the plane, the plane and are flying over and the birds are going and then they you they fly over the Seren- or the the Serengeti I think and they see the tracks where uh-huh. the mm-hmm. like the caravans have come or whatever. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. I think the love story is great. There are some je- there this movie is funnier than Prissy's Honor. <laughs> I genuinely There's laughed out loud. There's one laugh line. No. It. Which, what, which part are you thinking? You know what part I'm talking about because we already talked about this. When, she, when, when you, goes, did, you did something new with your hair. hair. Yeah. Because, That's the only oh, you funny your line hair. in the movie. No, there's another really funny line too. There's other funny lines. There's other funny lines that I definitely... Um, it's down. funny that you bring up the... Oh, I like when he says... Um, uh, when he said... It is. They're not going to be able to hear that. <laughs> Should we like lean closer? <laughs> Alexa, volume eight. can't see what my face is. <laughs> it's like this euphoric. Alexa. Alexa. Stop. Wow. Um, when he says, um, I like when he says, Dennis, you might have asked. And he says, I did. She said yes. Mm-hmm. That's a great line. It's fucking great. I love this movie. I like when he comes to ask her to go on the safari with her, with him, and she's like, Please, if you like me at all, don't ask me to do this. It's just, I mean, I get that it's Oscar bait. I super, super do. Yeah. But as far as Oscar bait movies go, this is the one. It's beautifully acted, and it has my favorite part of any movie of all time, and my favorite Meryl Streep performance, and I'd like to do that for you now. Okay. You'll be Blix. Okay. You know the part, right? I don't. <laughs> Your line is, Dennis has been killed. There was okay. a fire. Dennis has been killed. There was a fire. 
Why did they send you? He says, I thought it would be bastards. I thought it would be bastards. My God, you are brave. That's it. Same. Very good. Um, it's funny that you bring up the plane thing because while the shots of Serengeti are very beautiful, the green screen, screen and the plane looks like shit. Oh, this it looks behind really them, bad. it looks very bad. Yeah. Yes, yes. But looking uh, down and, and that looks great. Uh, a lot made in this movie about her not being a virgin. It's like basically the first 30 minutes, like referenced like six times. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. She's not a um, virgin. It's also a little hard to root for the ivory poacher. Now. Yeah, well, the, now the, it is, the, for the, sure. The game hunter. For sure. Yeah. They temper that by being like, by him being like sad about what's happening to Africa. And I'm like, well, buddy, you're kind of part of a problem yeah. a little bit. But Your country's not even here. Yeah. You're just here on your own volition. <laughs> I... Do you think the character, sorry, and then I'll let you talk in. Do you think the character was written as American or do you think Redford just couldn't do an accent? <laughs> Probably they were no, like, I think, well, we'll just make him from America. I think he was, because it's a true story. Right. So I think he was American. Because she says at one point, it's what I imagine America, America to, to be. be. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 I don't have a lot to say. I liked this movie. Wrong. I didn't love this movie. <laughs> love. And I'm a Meryl Stan. Like, I was so cool because I had me and my best friend was like the only friend I had. We would, like, our idea of a night out, we'd go and like to the video store and rent different Meryl movies and have what we called Meryl thons. Uh-huh. And we just plow through them. And so we went through, we watched, this was in there at some point. And I remember being like, okay. And then we watched it again. And it was good. I didn't dislike it, but I think. Her accent is but so she's, on But point. she's always good. Yeah, she was great. She was great. And I have friends from, from Denmark that I was like, oh, it's very, this very good it's very accurate but I felt like I don't know it was it was a very long movie it was very Oscar baby it was good it was pretty it was it was fine I felt like I I was just like this poor woman and like now she's going through all these lovers and now her house burned down and just like it well was, it was two fine. lovers well three I guess yeah and then also like you know it was interesting I enjoyed it I I was also took a NyQuil halfway through this so by the end of the movie <laughs> I'm like fucking end <laughs> end but I I it was good it was good she I, gets syphilis damn I know she gets syphilis and another point I had was like she's after after she's cured of syphilis, right? Like, talk about friggin' dudes. She comes back. She talk, she, She's already said to the guy that she wants to have kids. Yeah. And she's like, by the way, thanks. She gave me syphilis ass. And then she's like, oh, I'm told I can never have kids. And the next thing out of his mouth is like, um, have you thought about me or whatever? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I will say, I spent, I spent like the first hour of this movie, which I'd seen once before, trying to remember. I was like, I know she ends up with Redford, but... You know, this arranged marriage with Blix, they can get along pretty well yeah. for an arranged marriage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why does this fall apart? And then I was like, oh, right, the syphilis. Yeah. yeah. The syphilis. Well, I forgot about this. I forgot about this. When syphilis. he goes to ask her for a divorce, a che- and then, and, well, the check the thing check. is crazy. Yeah. I know. But then when and she goes, just writes it. Yeah, she just writes it, no yeah. problem. When he goes to ask her for a divorce and she says, has she got money? Of course she's got money, or whatever. And he's like, well, you know, whatever. And then he goes, she goes, ugh. How do you manage to keep us friends? Yeah. And he's like, That's how we, we started, started that way. Yeah. I'm like, he's I love that guy. Charming. Yeah. That guy is the unsung hero of this movie. No, he yeah, for so sure. good. And they had a good, like, it seemed very clear. Expectations were set. Yeah. But know? Meryl Streep, when she says, I didn't expect, expect to, to like you, you as yeah. much. And I love that moment where she's like, can you get some more wine for my ex, for like for my, my lover's brother my lover's or whatever? Brother. I was like, ooh, yes. Yeah. And he's like, be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then yeah. they must have like hot sex. Super hot sex. But not as hot as the sex where, that she has with Robert Redford where he tells her not to move, question mark? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think in Meryl Streep's career, 
like the number one thing she says to her agent is, don't send me a script if I don't get to do an accent. Probably. Probably. She or or whip a lion. That time. Yeah, or whip a lion. <laughs> well, that was not, not only at that time. I mean, we talked about Mary Poppins Returns, which she's oh, just wow. she's created an accent. Like it's yeah. just like a random Slavic like, accent. She's like, created yeah. a human being. Yeah, or or I would argue non-human being. <laughs> that was some sort of alien-like thing. That was honestly one of the first times I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> Maybe you're getting a little... That's what happens when when great actors of a certain age have, like, done... Everything. You've done it all. So it's like, what are you going to do? Rob Marshall was like, hey, would you come in and do, like, a scene? She's like, yes, but I would like to make up the character. Yeah. (laughs) And, you will, and maybe the you dialogue. You will see it the day of on set, yep. and they can write a song around it. Yep. That is the end. I I love, I'm obsessed with Meryl. I love everything she does. I One of my favorite things I ever did was there was this fundraiser at the LGBT Center where they, like, there's this drag queen named Coco Peru that does a series called Conversations with Coco. And long story short, she did it with Alison Janney. So what they do is they'll bring in an actress and an actor, and they'll go through their entire filmography and show, like, a scene. And then uh-huh. they'll be like, by the way, like, tell us about this movie or whatever. So you have to, like, check your phones. Like, you can't film it or anything. Oh, cool. And so it's the usually, and they're all like, keep the vodka coming. So like she was drinking, although I'm like, now I'm about to say it on this podcast, but I feel like it's like not a secret. No, go. Anyway, she was, so they're like, the hours you played Meryl's lover, like you got to kiss her. Like, what was that like? And she goes, the only thing I remember about this movie with Meryl specifically was that she kept grabbing the ADs and pulling them into rooms and grabbing them. She didn't like the way it was lit and she didn't like the way she was lit. She kept grabbing the ADs into rooms and she would grab a flashlight and she would just point at her face and go, do I look good like this? Do I look good like this? Do I look good now? And then, and would like, walk away and then they take like a minute or an hour recess or break I don't know what you call breaks on set but like she and she was just like that's what I remember and I was like ooh interesting that is which interesting like, which like uh, if you're Meryl Streep look you can you yeah. can you can Sorry. do whatever the fuck you, you want yeah. and you know what you're lighting you know your good lighting yeah, exactly so she does do these things because I'm so well versed in her like filmography she does have these isms that make it into every character yeah. which are I she always does this like faint like Action that I can't describe other than what she I just kinda, said. She kind of—it's like a shy, like shy thing where yes. she like no matter grabs what her the hair, character. her ear, or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah. And then there's this inhale and exhale. Yeah. Even if she plays the the what was it where she was the of England the the Iron Lady. The, yeah. She, oh, even yeah, if it's like this powerful that. person yeah. where she's just like she still does it. Well, she's pretty badass in this movie. She's like great. she's like she I mean she's a powerful woman when she yeah. calls in Jumbo or whatever the fuck yeah. the house to be like is this a chicken and he goes. No, this is a fish. And she goes, go away. <laughs> like, I think she's sort of playing with him, though. E- no, because she's she, pissed that it wasn't I chicken. I think she was mad when it came out. And then, no, yeah. But then but, what's but, his name? Like, she's embarrassed a, because she's, a good chef. she's embarrassed because yeah. she's trying to change the conversation away from the fact that Barkley's like, be careful about Denise. Yeah. yeah. Remember when he gives her the compass? Remember when she yeah. gives him the compass at the end yeah. and says, I want, to hear you, I want to hear you say my name? Yeah. yeah. And he says, yeah. you're Karen. Yeah. It was a good movie. I didn't say it was a bad movie. Yeah. I just am not as obsessed with it as you, and that's okay. I'm you can have it. Obsessed with it. Remember at the end where she goes, Dennis would like that. Yeah. I must remember to tell oh. The one thing um, we so should sad. learn from this movie is if you find yourself in Africa <laughs> in an epic romance, mm. stay out of the damn plane. Get you're out gonna of die the, in you're gonna Yeah, die don't in the go in the plane. Yeah. English patient, out of Africa. Out of Africa. Maybe just Probably Lawrence of Arabia. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. You're going to die in a plane crash, so uh, stay out of the goddamn plane. Uh, aviation was new yeah. around then. Although Colin Firth, I guess, crashed that on plane purpose. It on purpose. Yeah. They should have had um, Blix 
crash it into <laughs> Meryl Streep. He would have been like, mm, I don't care enough. That's the, why I loved him. Yeah. I got such like Nigel Thornberry vibes from the guy who ended up playing Alfred in the Batman movies. I forgot his name. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he was just like, and then like from the first scene where it's like, what's your, like, hello. And, and they buy her like, a drink at the yeah, end. The yeah. members, oh, who yeah. would like to, the members would like to buy you a drink. And when she walks out, it was just that shot where it just holds and she walks out just like, so normally I was and like, all they yeah. all they all just stand yeah. and watch her go but it's so it's weird beautiful. that all the members know but they clearly have not told the Indian servant that now like lives yeah. in Africa running the thing like he's still like he, shocked they by look us. Like, like, like is it okay give this guy a heads up yeah, yeah. Like, we were about to invite a woman I just yeah. think that like in 2018 this movie could be released and it, it wouldn't be that different I mean other than like Maybe. High definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it, the way that it looks, it feels like right. the way that the, it's written. There's like it feels like there's stakes. It feels yeah. like a real relationship. There are funny bits uh-huh. in it. Yeah. Like it, it feels real to me. Chloe Grace Moretz would be an amazing parent. <laughs> I think she'd be Felicity. Liam Hemsworth. Felicity. Be, uh, I like Felicity. I love Felicity. Who's that actor? I don't know. What did she? I don't know. What did she? Whatever. Be, what became of her? No one really. Did much other than Meryl and Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. Like, what, like, else, I'm sure, like, so great, but what I'm sure a they bunch have? of them like did like stuff character like stuff, BBC yeah. right. TV shows and I'm I sure, get like, a bunch of more stage actors in England. Yeah. yeah, no, it was cinematic. It was cool. It had checked the boxes. It yeah. was. It made sense. I live for it. She was good. God, I've seen. I, sometimes I, I just put this movie on. Oh, this was Sidney Pollack. Sidney yes. Pollack, yeah. And I love how he has such a good balance of like on-camera roles and directing and one of my favorite things he's done is he's an uncredited um, plastic surgeon and Death Becomes Her. Is he really? And I feel like they just had this like I feel like these Love are it. phone calls where Zemeckis was just like yo come on. Come on. Can you just come in for like like Meryl's here come on just, yeah. just we'll send the car. Come on down come yeah. on down with the Paramount come on. It's all fun. That's what I, I love really, that. That's what I realized reading excerpts from Angelica Houston's book because yeah. they're all friends. Yeah. But it's like it's just the, the, the it's an incestuous yeah. like the, the entertainment industry is as Felicity was played by an actress named Susanna Hamilton, who does not even have a picture on IMDb. <gasps> wow! Oh, she never I mean, even she did still a works, image. but it seems like she just kind of does like stuff in England, that's like kind TV of, shows. And that's stuff. kind of strange because I thought she, she was, was in a bunch of them, like in the like late seventies. Like we'll talk about Tess eventually, which um, was nominated, I think, in nineteen. Oh no! I, well, you will. She's I'm done that. though now because yeah, we've already you, hit, you finished. We, you're yeah. done. We hit, Before we move on to other movies from the year. Let's rank the nominees. Dan, we'll start with you. Five to one. Yes, I won't mess this up. Like, and um, then I have another question for Dan. This is the it's the least to the most, right? Yeah. So obviously, last is Kiss of the Fucking Spider Woman. Uh-huh. Um, then I have Prizzy's Honor. Mm-hmm. Then I have Out of Africa. Then I have what? Uh, Color Purple. No, sorry, Color Purple is three, and then Out of Africa is two, and then I have Witness as okay. number one. That was my rank. Okay. Sorry if I messed that up. I mean, you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm putting Prissy's Honor number five. Oh, really? I get that. We would that never doesn't surprise you. I did not we care for that movie, guys. No. Uh, then Kiss of the Spider Woman. Uh-huh. Then Color Purple. Yep. Then Witness. Yep. Then My Love. Not of Africa. No. Um, I have Kiss of the Spider Woman fifth, which is the only movie uh, I have no interest in ever watching again. <laughs> Um, honestly, like, depending on the day, I feel like any of the rest of these could go any way, but I'm going to go Pritzy's Color Purple. I can't believe I'm doing this. Witness second. Yes! Out of Africa, Ah! just for its scope of the nominees first. It's funny! Of the nominees, it's first. Okay. 
What other um, movies? Real quick before we about? talk about the other movies of the year, um, Dan is a published mixologist, so I just ask uh, him to think about this. Um, what uh, what cocktails would you pair with each of our nominees? Like we're going, we're having a dinner party, and we're all going to watch The Color Purple. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, what a weird dinner party. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be, it's like, what a great meal. Let's watch Rape and Incest. <laughs> um, okay, so these are actually surprisingly a little bit easier than I thought that they would be. So mm-hmm. for, um, these are in no particular yeah. order. For, but I guess I'll end with like the Best Picture winner. Yeah. So for um, Prissy's Honor, you're going to want to do Pina con Bacardi, which she says is oh. what she orders at the thing. Oh. So yeah, a little pineapple and rum, that'd be fun. Um, uh, for the color purple, I think it's for, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 you gotta do the real thing though. Don't get like the pineapple rum. That's just like college. No. No. Um, get like then, rum, like a good, what's, yeah. like what rum do you like? I like uh, Mount Gay Rum, which is from Barbados, and it has nothing to do with being a, fl- a homosexual. But I also <laughs> really like Havana Club, which is actually the only authentic rum from um, Cuba now. Oh. Even though Bacardi originally was from that. Because I was like, wait a minute, that's like more, Port- I think it's sold in Puerto Rico. Puerto anyway, Rico. It doesn't matter. Been to that factory um, in Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, so I was like, that's not accurate. Because she's like, I went to Cuba, drank this. Anyway, there's that's what you should drink when you watch that. For um, Kiss of the Spider Woman, it should be a shot or three of cinnamon whiskey because that shit is rough and you just need to get through that. Um, so that's what pairs best with that. For um, the color purple, you should do an aviation cocktail variation. So instead of maraschino liqueur, you should use Saint Germain because it's floral and pretty like flower. And then just put a little purple flower in it. It's purple. Flowers are purple. Great. This is my favorite thing and I've then, ever done. Um, and then um, for Witness. Uh, Witness, you're going to want to do an espresso martini because you also want to pair it with a slice of shoe fly pie. Do you guys know what that is? I've heard of it before. So it's this, it's like, like it's the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, it's like a molasses crumb cake that, like, the Amish make that, like, obviously, if you grew up where I did, you had often. Because, like, yeah. you yeah. go to the Amish. They would have, like, farmer's markets before it was cool. It would just be, like, they would bring what they grew on their farm, and you would buy it. And then someone's always, like, they always have a ton of shoe fly pies. Or shoe fly pies. They're really good. That so they so typically cool. have that for breakfast with, like, a stiff cup of coffee. So I was like, just do an espresso martini. And then for out of Africa, I don't think this is a cop-out. I think you should do it with bottles and bottles and bottles of champagne. Because one of my favorite lines is when he goes, she goes, it's too cold for champagne. And he goes, it's too cold for anything. But. Yes! I love that part of the beginning when they're in Denmark. And I was like, I so true. Dan. I was like, true, 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 true. Because true, true. it's such an ever-flowing spirit. When you're unhappy, drink some champagne. Yeah. When you're happy, drink some champagne. When you're cold, drink some champagne. When you're hot, drink uh-huh. some champagne. Just all, it's, a, it's, it's very versatile. I might yeah. have champagne later. <laughs> Now that we're talking about That's it. That's great. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Dan, were You're there welcome. any other movies from 1985 you wanted to touch on? So this this taught me that. So first of all, I wasn't born when these movies came out. Oh, my um, God. Also, I, I realized man. how uh, much of a 90s movie person I was yeah. because I was so, like, like, sequestered and sheltered from sure. anything as Those I talked about. Those were the movies that. of your youth. Yeah, yeah, so like I could never, so I was like the, I, the Goonies, like Breakfast Club, Back to the Future I think came out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Like I don't, but I can't speak to Breakfast Club. Like I mean, there's these iconic films that yeah. I'm, are not like my bread and butter mm-hmm. that like, tr- like, and also what this taught me was how because like I went to film school so if you like look on my degree it says like, you know, cinema, but like the internet and just Instagram and all this trash has pushed so much shit in my head out. I'm like, why? Why do I know who Jake Paul is and I can't remember who? So I was just, I was surprised at how, like, I think that chunk of my memory disappeared. So I don't have any, like, huge standouts, but I'm sure you guys have some pivotal No, I kind of understand. I mean, I, it's funny because I have, if you're in my bathroom, there is, we've talked about this before, there's 
art from The Breakfast Club in there. Yes. And I never like loved The Breakfast Club even. Uh-huh. I just think that's a cool, it's a cool piece of art. Yeah. Um, and it's not even my, it's not anywhere near close to my favorite John Hughes, but I really was on the plane like mm-hmm. for yeah. available to watch when I flew to Maui. So I watched the first half of it. It's not great. It's very dated. They yeah. say the F word a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm not, not talking about fuck. Yeah. And it's very, which is weird to have, like, your heroes saying that. Yeah. It feels very it's dated. It's a different time. It's like, a different it was time. time. It's, it's fine. It just is, like, it's... It just a bit, doesn't hold up. The whole, it just doesn't hold up. The movie's very grating, mm-hmm. and it feels that way. Um, the other movies that year, I think, that are... That are I, I said what a great year for movies, but I think it's not best picture winner right. type movies. After Hours is a great movie that is should have been that I could see being nominated. That's mm. a really that's a fucking fun movie and uh, about New York and mm-hmm. um, like I think that's great. And then Back to the Future is amazing. Yeah, but that doesn't seem best picture. No, and The Goonies is still holds up. I will say, talk about movies that you go back and watch. Mm-hmm. I put on The Goonies and watch the first half of that just randomly. That fucking movie is still so fucking fun mm-hmm. and is great. But again, not really best picture right. material. Um, so when I was going back to decide what I was going to watch for this, I actually reached out to uh, our past guest, Ryan Perez. Because mm-hmm. when he was deciding on which year he was going to do, he had said either 87 or 85 because he said he could make an argument that there were five other movies that should have been nominated in 1985. So I asked him in what addition those, or instead of? Instead of. So I asked him what those five movies were. Um, and his five were After Hours, which I didn't rewatch because I actually don't love that movie. Um, and I had watched it a couple years ago, so it wasn't super long ago. Um, Back to the Future, Brazil, right? Lost in America, and To Live and Die in L.A. So I watched four of those. Um, Lost in America is an Albert Brooks movie. It's like a funny, like enjoyable sort of slice of life. It's 90 minutes long. It's him and Julie Haggerty deciding they're going to give up their life and then all the money disappears very quickly. Um, but it's fun. It's funny. It, it, it's sort of, you can very much see, not to speak his name, although we will a lot on the next episode, um, it seems very much like Albert Brooks being influenced by like Woody Allen's early films mm, that yeah. it's just like a small movie about a couple mm-hmm. people and it's just funny. <clears throat> it's good. Um, to Live and Die in L.A., uh, we actually watched last night. I'd never seen before. It's a really great, like, just pulpy movie. It's William Friedkin who did French Connection, The Exorcist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, there's, like, a really great twist in it. Uh, William Peterson is the star from, I think he was on CSI Forever, right? The original one. I don't, I don't watch um, those I believe. shows. Uh, he's not great. He's kind of, like, even in a really pulpy movie, kind of too over the top. But Willem Dafoe is the villain in it, and he's oh. like a really he good plays villain. A, he's that. always he's a, a good villain. villain. Yeah. He's always going to yeah. be in bad. And he's like this counterfeiter, but he's also like this painter, and like it's strange. <laughs> Those two go hand in hand, yeah. especially back then. Yeah. And you know, it's, a, it's an LA movie, so living in LA, it's like fun to see the different yeah. areas they're in. Uh, and John Pankow, who I uh, have spent some time with, plays like the like third lead in the movie, and he's great in it. And it kind of makes me mad he wasn't like a bigger star. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, Brazil, I kind of expected to go in and be like, oh no, that should have won Best Picture. And it made me remember that the stuff I love in Brazil is all the like smaller stuff, like the like when they're in like the Ministry of Information and like all like the day to day stuff. I love all the actual like big adventure and romance stuff. Doesn't really interest me, and that's 
sixty percent of the movie. What's weird about Brazil is I never saw that movie because yeah. the the poster for it scared me. <laughs> huh. It's with like a man's head exploding right. yeah. and yeah. like stuff coming out. Yeah, of it. it's and very it much like a nineteen eighty four esque yeah. world. Um, is that the is that the better movie about Brazil from that year that takes place in Brazil that year? Um, oh, interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, any movie about Brazil is better than. Uh, uh, the other two movies I watched, and then I'll go back to Back to the Future. Uh, Blood Simple, which is the Coen right. Brothers' first yeah. feature film. Mm-hmm. So I watched that. You can I clearly see Blood the Simple. promise of what's yeah. to come right, with right. the color. But it's, it's not, not a great there. movie, yeah. but um, it's a little like I put dreamier, but not. I mean, in a Coen Brothers way, though, right. than you'd expect. Like it's kind of not almost like as sour as a lot of their stuff is, but I sort of like yeah. that about them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I watched Ran. Because Kurosawa was nominated for Best Director, which is his very long take on, like, it's basically Lear in Japan. Um, and it's really interesting visually and directorially. But if you've seen Lear... We get it. You've seen it, yeah. And, and by Lear, we mean King Lear. Yes. Okay. Um, and the other just thing I'm, I'm going to say is just... Uh, that I'm missing. I've, I realized watching this movie, uh, my least favorite thing about Shakespeare is The Fools. Yeah. Well, except in I know Twelfth what, Night. I mean, I know what they're doing. I know why they're there. Um, I don't like them in any. I don't like Festy in Twelfth Night. I don't like the fool in Lear. Oh, but I mean like Malvolio. Mal- yeah, but Malvolio's Malvolio. not the fool character. He's oh, not okay, like the okay. guy who's going around singing and like telling right, us like about right. life. Yeah. I the like rain, the comic. Every day. I like the Don John Malvolio Yeah, you like those characters. Like, yeah, okay. The comic villains. I guess yeah. I forgot about the fool in Twelfth Night. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Okay. Um, so back to the future. It's a great fucking movie. It's a great movie. The only stuff I don't think ages particularly well with it, um, including like the graphics, which I think work pretty well still, Mm -hmm. is um, the choice to make Leah Thompson and Crispin Glover and Biff play themselves both old and young. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think the rest of the movie is like broad enough for that to work. Um, Crispin Glover's performance in particular just still is like... I mean, you're acting next to Christopher Lloyd, and you're like and Gonzo you're, off yeah. the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's um, yeah, it's iconic. You don't uh, think that was a choice of the time, though? Oh, I, I think it like, probably was. Yeah, there's a lot of weird, creepy. I mean, just the fact that yeah, because it's Leah Thompson, we saw him yeah. be her. Mm-hmm. We saw him be his mom, and then yeah, there's he's weird like, sexual politics of that in the movie. Some weird stuff, and also. Biff does try to rape her. Yeah. It's not like he was a bully and like whatever. Right. There's yeah. a moment where he she looks at Crispin Glover and is like, help me. Yes. And you're and like, he does. Yeah, and he does. But it's yeah, it's weird. Um it's also a, kind of a huge plot hole to assume that uh, you know, he comes back and everything's fundamentally different because of like these small changes yeah. where he stood up to Biff. That Marty wouldn't also be fundamentally different. Both of his siblings yes. are very different people, yes. so it's like right. you'd come back he and would you're be now different. Too. Yeah, um, but I think it's a really brilliant idea. Um, it's just so entertaining. Know, it's it's, it's just just super entertaining and it super holds up. Yeah, I loved all so the lines that are great. Mm. And again, if you're going to nominate Witness, which is not a, a yeah, why typical, not back to the why would you not nominate Back <laughs> to the yeah. Future? Because they hate also. popcorn movies. That one felt way more popcorny. It did feel more popcorny, I guess. Yeah. I, I keep thinking. I mean, there's of like product placement. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just like it's like which I loved as a kid because yeah. I was like, oh my god, there's Pepsi yeah, there, Pepsi there's Pepsi now, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, but but I mean, like Pepsi free. I find it's like this is my issue with the and I've oh, I obviously love like 
the Oscars and movies and everything, but like I, I look at movies the way I look at music, like the way I look at people I hook yeah. up with. Like I will try anything. Like I just yeah. like I'm uh, wide open, and it's as just Samantha like, once said, "You're a trisexual." Exactly, you try anything. Once. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I am definitely the Samantha of my group. But I will say like. I like I will watch like I love a feel good movie. I love a stupid movie. You know what I'm doing after this podcast? After we're done taping this, I'm going to see fucking second act with Vanessa Hudgens and Jennifer Amen. Lopez. Amen. Like go for it. Exactly. One like, of my top ten of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, Mama Mia, here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. I here loved it. I loved it. it. So I just like I I uh, part of me gets irked why like there can't be a little bit more. I, I understand yeah. that you have to have some sort of structure, otherwise it's just like there's just so much, especially now that there's like Netflix movies yeah. that are gonna do like a one week run to be co- yeah. So it's just it's there's there's so much content in general. Well, and now we talk about too. <clears throat> we try to talk about this on podcast of uh, like we try and honor stuff that does something different. Exactly. Right. And there's something to be said about yeah, Back to the Future uh-huh. is it's a it's a it's a wholly original concept, which exactly. is like a cool thing. But in the end, the Oscars don't matter, right. which is why. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. which is the what is the more ende- like exactly. enduring movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other than me, who's number one stan of uh, yeah. out of Africa, most if you pulled ten people on the street, none of those people have seen Out of Africa. Almost all of them will have seen Back to right. the Future. Uh, of course, I feel like you have to ask yourself, like, does the movie entertain you? Because that's what this is as entertainment. Yeah. And I feel like if you're just trying to be like, well, it made me think, and, it, and you know, and I just thought like, how crazy that person embodied this person. Like, there's truth to that, and I get it. But like, were you entertained? Well, that's the number one thing: is yeah. were you entertained? Yeah. And yeah. then after that is like, did it make you see a different perspective? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Did it make you? Did it make you think about your own life and and think about the world around mm-hmm. you in a bigger way? Mm-hmm. And then maybe beyond that is like, did it change? You know, mm-hmm. Did yeah. it change your mind? Mm-hmm. Did, it, did it make you think differently about yeah. these things? Yeah. And I think that uh, Back to the Future maybe doesn't do those do those other two things, but right. it does super entertain. Super right. entertain. And Out I, of Africa does for me. Right. Clicks those boxes. Yeah. I always can gauge it by like, would I rewatch this? Like again, like would mm-hmm. I want to rewatch it? And I cannot tell you how many times I've rewatched Crazy Rich Asians this year. Like it just is such a movie that like mm-hmm. makes yeah. me feel good and like I like it and I enjoy it and I'm entertained by it. Oh, the yeah. fashions. And the it's fashions. Like, the fashions, that Mahjong game at the end, like the, that yeah. lo- one line, like it's just, it's so entertaining and it's like, if you can find, like I love The Star is Born. I love like things that you're just like, okay, like this is fun. This is f- mm-hmm. a fun yeah. escape. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I come in. Like, if I like second act, I'll be like, this was For this sure. Was great. People so, seem to like it. People you know, love J-Lo. People yeah. love J-Lo. I love, love me people some People love Vanessa Ma. Hudgens, too, which is strange to me. But I that's know. neither here nor there. But anywho. Um, of all the movies in 1985, what should have won Best Picture, Dan? Wait, isn't that what we did? Well, that was just of the nominees. I'm oh, oh, oh God. See, you I can say really. the same movie. I didn't do enough. Of, I don't think I did my research, you so I feel like so. I'll go with Witness. Okay. I mean, I'm going to say Out of Africa. And I think I'm going to say Back to the Future. Interesting. Interesting. Which is, I feel like, particularly weird for me, but in a year that I was sort of underwhelmed by all the movies, and I'm actually not even, like, a crazy Back to the Future fan like a lot of people are, um, I think it did something different in terms of even, like, blockbuster than we had Mm -hmm. seen previously, because it's not, I don't feel like... Like, if you just think blockbuster, I right. guess so, but I wouldn't put it in the same category as, like, a Jaws or a Star Wars or something like right. that. Right, yeah, true. Uh, I feel like it's doing something different just because it's comic, which those movies, you know, have funny lines, but that's not their main intention. Right. Um, so I'm going to say Back to the Future. Hey, you know what I'd say about that choice? My God, you are brave. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going, Megan, we don't need roads. Oh <laughs> no, my no, God. mine was way better. <laughs> mine was better. Um, Dan, um, 
Do you have a favorite movie of 2018? We just started 2019, but I, I have uh, not yeah, seen I any seen, I haven't now. seen Escape Room, the no. one 2019 <laughs> Is that so. the only one? That has Lawrence so from far. Insecure in it. Yeah. Um, I also have never done an Escape Room, and um, I'm claustrophobic, so that movie seems, like, horrible mm. to yeah. watch. Also, January releases... Yeah, nope. Um, I I really I really enjoyed Crazy Rich Asians. I really liked Star is Born. Um, what else? I liked Black Panther. I just like I liked I liked popcorn movie guy. Entertaining, yeah. yeah. Um, I was disappointed like you were with Wrinkle in Time. Really wanted it to be so much better. Um, yeah, I think that's probably about it. I'm sure something will come to me as you guys start talking, but. I mean, at a certain point, I think we are going to do, like, a best best of worst of or something. Like, we are going to talk, right? Yeah, well, we'll definitely before the Oscars, after the nominees come out, we'll do an episode with that, and then we can talk about our other favorite movies. Okay. That well, I've been movie. watching, you know, I have a bunch of screeners, yeah. but I guess I'll save Oh, I like the favorite, sorry. Oh, yeah, favorite's great. Yeah. I guess I'll save most of my opinions on that until later on, because then we can get into yeah. it, because there's just too many. Yeah. So I, for, this, for the purposes of this, I'm just going to say the best movie of 2018 is still Roma. Uh, it's still Roma for me also. I have maybe five movies left to see, but I, I'd be pretty surprised if anything. If anything beats it. Here's what I would say, too, and I saw somebody say this on Twitter, and I was like, this is it. Because I know people, Richard Lawson has said this, and Maddie said this, and everybody was like, go see Roma in theaters because yeah. it has such a scope, and it's so yeah. beautiful, and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's true, but for somebody that generally, other than out of Africa, I don't care so much about like the scope and the whatever, the whole thing. I think the reason to see Roma in theaters is because you can't pause it. Yeah. Mm. If you are wanting to see Roma, don't, do not go in with, on your fucking phone. Right. Like with, like, like playing Candy Crush. Right. Like in the background. Like basically <laughs> how I started watching Pritzi's Honor. Yeah. Like don't do that. Yeah. Go to a place with other right. people. Have yeah. a, have a, you know, like a drink beforehand or have some dinner or whatever. Yeah. Go into the room. No distractions. Sit and watch it all in one sitting. Yeah. Because it's a piece. It's like it's like yeah. it is it it is art. Like we talk about and like whatever. What makes the film right? Check check all those boxes. Yeah. Like this is art, and it's almost disrespectful to be like it's like going to like the fucking Louvre and just and like taking a picture of the Mona Lisa yeah. without like actually really looking. looking at and it. I do think with that movie in particular, like plot wise, you have to get through the first hour for there to be a real payoff. Yes. Like I think the I think if you're just uh, someone who aesthetically likes film, there is stuff that you are going to appreciate from the get go. But in terms of like getting sucked in by that movie, it's going to take an hour. So if you're pausing, hour. like I don't want to mention names, but uh, <clears throat> two of my very best friends, whose <laughs> last name is both Bueller, <laughs> one of them fell asleep during the movie, so they paused it. So they only watched the first hour um so are not putting them on blast me? rusty wow. and adam are i'm i'm putting them on blast i'm gonna go i'm gonna take i'm gonna go steal their dog because they don't deserve, <laughs> they do not deserve to have that dog with them that is for shame anyway for shame. so don't be a rusty and adam by the way you guys are divorced now i married you and i oh you i was like thunder. wait what um uh don't be like that Put your phone in your room and watch Rome on, on as big a screen as possible. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a TV or if you don't have a movie theater playing it, yeah. watch it on Turn the lights off, put TV. it on a big TV, or don't have a distraction. Watch on a projection screen. Yeah, whatever. Just My wife got me a projection screen for Christmas. Oh, so nice. that's sweet. Yeah. That's very nice. 
I feel like it's interesting that you bring up this point because there was something about, like, I, I feel like there's something with the way films are made now that they almost know that you're going to watch it on a TV, though. Even yeah. though this is yeah. such a big scope, like, I still feel like if you did watch it on most, on, like, the typical household's TV screen, it would still be much better than whereas watching something like Out of Africa or even, like, Kiss of a Spider-Woman on the, the screen felt so, like, stuck. I don't yeah, know limited. why. Yeah, yeah very limited. Yeah. And so I feel... I feel like, yes, you should definitely go see it in theaters, but yeah. if you can't, like, it's still not going to feel as, like... Yeah, yeah. It, and it won't, but it, like, at but least you will, adds, be, yeah. you will cry and mm-hmm. you will have that yeah. emotional mm-hmm. connection yeah. if you don't pause right. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Dan, plug. Oh, my gosh. Um, I wrote a book. If you like drinks, you can um, get it on Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble. You can just get it for your iPad if you don't want to spend money. Love it. Um, there's great things in it. It's called Suck It Up. Um, so you can check that out. Suck and then, it up by Dan Magro. Yeah. Everybody go see it. Get it. Um, and that is it. You can follow me on Instagram if you want like cocktail inspiration um, at Dan Magro. I'm going to do that right now. That is it. I always want a cocktail. Meg? Uh, I feel like I did have something to plug, but I forget what it is. So I <laughs> nailed guess it. we'll do it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm glad you nailed it, guys. <laughs> um, I'm a baker. Full buyer needs more views. So yeah. Yeah. Um, you can follow us at the Oscar Should on. Twitter. Oh, and you can follow me at Murphy Megan mm-hmm. on Instagram or Too Many Megans on Twitter. Wait, which Megan? Do you want to? They can't see in case they maybe. M e g h a n n s. Thank you. Just, just saying. Thank you. Yeah. That's very good. I yeah, wonder if there is you a would Too never Many Megan. You would never think Megan. that's how it's spelled. But it is. <laughs> Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Oscar should, um, on Instagram or Facebook at the Oscar should have gone to, uh, if you like the podcast and we hope do please rate and review us on iTunes so we can get more ears on it. And next time we will be doing 1986. So just jumping up one year, that is Hannah and her sisters, the mission, a room with a view. Oh, I'm forgetting one platoon one. Cocoon. And what am I talking about? That was the this other one. movie oh my is. God, you look it up. No, that you must know from me right now. Children of a Lesser God. So we're getting into sign language next episode. So thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time.